When the art day gets rough, you just gotta keep on punching. And here's your Thunder Punch Daily with Jersey Drozd. So the next prompt is what are you playing? And I'm not playing anything right now. I'm in the midst of a two-week stretch of no days off, and any of my downtime is either recovering uh, by catching up on my sleep or catching up on a little bit of drawing or catching up on lesson plans for the the next week of of teaching or traveling. So, no, I'm not playing very much. Um, But once again, let's model this thinking process as I think about the prompt. I think about play. Well, I am playing some things. I'm not playing... Like, when I thought of the the prompt initially, I thought of, like, video games, board games, like, the kinds of things that are obvious uh, to the prompt of game playing. Well, I am doing game playing, too, in that a lot of the events that I'm doing are leading, hosting, and participating in drawing games. So, I just got back recently from Virginia, where... I helped out with, uh, Ben Hatke with a comics event that he was putting together wherein he wanted to have some drawing games. So I worked with Ben and Zach Giolongo and other friends to develop some different kinds of playful experiences that both teach comics principles, cartooning principles, while also doing it in the spirit of joyful competition and silliness. Um, as I'm recording this, I'm sitting in my car after participating in the Buckeye Book Fair in Wooster, Ohio, where I led a drawing game with um, some of the fellow cartoonists and kid-lit authors there. And uh, not long ago, I led my Super Comics Challenge game show at Cartoon Crossroads Columbus. So I have been playing games, and now I want to step back and once again do some modeling of this thinking process. Like, well, how, well, how do I talk about this? Why is gameful comic exploration important to me and (laughs) the inspiration for what i'm about to say next actually came out of a reaction that somebody had to the game show i just led where someone said um you know i'm grateful that you did this fun playful thing I, i should describe the games like just real quick it'd be like I take a couple animals from the audience, like, oh, platypus, oh, dachshund, and pick out an awesome job. Oh, dentist. Okay, you're going to do a dachshund, um, dentist, what was the other animal? Doesn't matter. (laughs) I'm tired. And, you know, it's going to be a nasty dentist, so the cartoonist has to put all those things together up on the board, that kind of thing. And while they're going, I am sort of doing play-by-play commentary where I'm in, in, you know... um, interviewing them about their process. Why are you choosing to do this shape and not that shape? Oh, so pointy shapes equal nasty, whereas smooth shapes, smooth shapes, generally speaking, equal friendly, right? So it's creating teachable moments out of the spirit of joyful, loud, exuberant play. And one of the audience members came up to me afterwards and said, you know, when I sit down to do create art, the blank canvas feels like a sacred space and I can't defile it and it feels like I have to walk in with a humble and hushed and, you know, I'm now I'm putting words in their mouth, like a subdued kind of attitude. And the way you presented art making with this idea of just making marks and respond to them, but felt really liberating. So thank you for that. And I said, well, you know, it, art is to be revered. And, in, you know, I take very seriously the notion that in schools and in um, a lot of institutions, 
creativity is not the most respected or honored thing in the place. Like arts is one of the first things to lose funding in a lot of educational institutions, right? Um, so it, we do need to foster more reverence for it. But reverence and using words like sacred can be a bit stifling. And, and, and I think intentionally and purposefully so. Like, you know, like this idea of being humble when you walk into a sacred space, being quiet. But art is also something we got into because it was fun in the first place, right? I think of this is something Cole Glass, the filmmaker, uh, you know, um, guy I'm friendly with, um, and I've done podcasts with him in the past. And he once said, like, you know, like, we, we tend to forget that we got into art because we loved doing it. And so we should keep in touch with that love for doing it. So I think these are modes that we can move between. And I don't think they are exclusive to one another. They, there's like a, a Venn diagram of where we can be reverent and joyful. Joyful does not necessarily mean irreverent. So that's why playing with learning is important to me. Being gameful, being joyful, being um, improvisational and spontaneous is kind of, uh, it, it's easy to forget to, to how to stand in that space when we get good at making art or when we acquire even a little bit of skill. So that's what I've been playing, and that's why. So thank you for listening. I'll be back tomorrow with another Thunder Punch Daily. This is part of the Art Sound Off series in November 2023, artsoundoff.com. So until tomorrow, remember everybody. Today, He-Man was forced to play a dangerous game by the Game Master. The Game Master bragged a lot about winning all the time, but he became angry when he lost and said it wasn't fair. Well, playing games can be a lot of fun, but boasting when you win or getting angry when you lose spoils the fun for everyone. And pretty soon, nobody will want to play with you. So take a tip from me. Be a good winner and a good loser. You'll enjoy your games more, and so will the people who play with you. Good luck and goodbye.